Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. switch back to my galaxy now oh yeah yeah because um i mean i like my iphone but it's you know like i said it's the iphone 7 so there's still a lot of limitations to it um and plus the camera isn't that great i'm trying to build up the social media a little bit for the the, uh, for the lazy geeks and stuff like that and i want to take video but i'm gonna use that one because it's you know better pixel rate and you know i can do a lot more with it so I figured I'll just do this until I, you know, get money enough and then I'll, you know, get an 11 or a 12 or whatever. I don't know. I've, I've, I like my iPhone, but, um, you know, it has some things that annoy me too. And I told my wife, I go, this year I'll, I'll either get nothing <laughs> and just keep the phone I have. But if Pixel wows me, I might get a Pixel. But All it's right. a hard might. <laughs> Because um, their last phone didn't wow me, so it's you know we'll see. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I know. It's that's the thing. Is like I was thinking. Well, if I ever got back a, if I ever got into it, I could always try. I could always do a Pixel. Yeah, because I had a Pixel. I forget which one, but I was using my dad's Pixel for a while, and it was a really good experience. Probably the best Android experience I've ever had, because it has no bloat. <laughs> it's right. Just, you know, that's the one thing I it, like about the the iPhone too is you don't get that bloatware that is like oh yeah it's coming pre-installed with everything and you're like i don't need all that shit because the only thing that really let let me down with apple is their apps like everyone always talks about their applications are fucking the bee's knees and i'm sure they are on the mac but like maps is kind of whatever yeah i I downloaded google maps after a couple of experiences with uh with apple maps it's spinning me around fucking the neighborhood <laughs> and then um i'd prefer i prefer google calendar i prefer google gmail all of it 
Yeah, I have. Because their apps are so fucking basic. Yeah, I know. I've never been happy with their mail app. Um, I Once they allowed you to do third party, then I was like, fuck you. I'm getting Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got Gmail. But I still Gmail like, and- if I tell my phone, well, you know what? I'm not even going to mention that. My biggest gripe with the iPhone mm-hmm. is Siri. Siri's I- like if you took a person and hit him in the head. <laughs> Really fucking hot. And another thing, too, I have a Google Home mini speaker in my room. Right. I can have full conversations with that fucking thing. Like I'm talking to you, and it will understand me every fucking time, accent and all. I sometimes, can be angry. So, I can be sad. I can be sometimes, laughing. Sometimes it will understand it even, everything I say. Sometimes it even answers me back and with my accent. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, how you doing? How's your mother? Yeah. yeah. Um, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> my iPhone, if Siri even activates, yeah, because half the time it doesn't even work anyway, and then if it even completes what I tell it to do, because <laughs> a lot of times it just spins and then says I can't do it, at least I'm not even exaggerating, at least half the time. It doesn't understand me. The first I have to like, I have to pretend to be someone else. Essentially, because <laughs> I'll be. I, I asked it the other day. I was I was driving home from, I was in downtown Phoenix, and I go. Um, I say the, the hey, asshole. I'm not gonna say it because my phone's gonna freak out. Right. If it hears me, <laughs> um, and I say direct me. Um, what did I say? I said give me. Di-, I just said it casually. I was like give me directions to home this chick and i and and said i don't understand or whatever and i was like give me i need directions to home didn't understand so i go siri please provide me with directions to home (laughs) getting directions to home (laughs) oh i didn't even say that yet because so i didn't have google map i had i didn't have apple maps installed so i said it and it said you don't have maps installed and i'm all so I had to say it again, but then specifically say use Google Maps. Mm. And then it opened Google Maps, and then I heard Google Assistant <laughs> talking to me. So it's like – it's still – it's just janky. There's software experience, honestly, if – and MP, and we all knew this. Right. If I bought in 100% to Apple stuff, it would be seamless. But – they don't have the best software suite. Right. So I don't want to, you know, and, and I, t- I was telling my wife and she's like, Oh, I thought you were Mr. Apple. I said, I never said that. I said, I was going to give Apple a firm try. Like I was going to get the phone and I was, and when I first got the phone, I used nothing but Apple, all their apps and everything. And then I slowly just started moving back in the apps because they're just not as good. Yeah. I use Chrome for fuck's sake. Yeah. You know, it's it's Siri's a joke. I don't even you can't pay me to use Siri. But it's just like and little stupid little things like um this poor Steve always wants to text me and I just tell him, Can you like use anything else so I can get it on my computer? <laughs> Cause fucking iMessage is like everyone always and, and everyone always talked up iMessage and I bought into it when I first got the thing. I was like, Oh yeah, iMessage is great. Is it though? It doesn't do anything that fucking everything else doesn't do. Like all the messaging apps. Yeah, I mean it it to be honest, it it really is just better with other Apple users. 
Right. And it's really all it is. So, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, you have people that are doing that use Apple products. So, yeah, it makes it easier. But, yeah, I mean, you know. And my wife does not like iPhones. She is a Samsung girl. She has a Samsung Note. That is the only phone she buys. So there have been some, I won't say issues, but some complications. You know, we're we're husband and wife, so we have to share things a lot. Right. And it would be a lot easier if I had the same platform as her. You know, so I'm kind of on the fence. I haven't made a decision yet. I will never get a Samsung phone. Yeah, I know that because it's just too much bloat. But. I would probably only get a Pixel, but I, we have to wait and see if they come up with a phone that's enticing enough for me to get. I mean, they're actually not too expensive. No, they're not. Yeah, their uh, Pixel Five is only seven hundred. That's the good thing. So, I have the iPhone Eleven Max. I have the newest Apple Watch, and I have the AirPod Pros. One good thing about Apple is they all hold their value for a while. Yeah. So that's if, the... I se- if I sell all that shit, I could buy all new shit without even spending money. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like I probably won't get a smartwatch. I don't use them. Hmm. I think it's cool, but I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on. It will vibrate. And I go, oh, yeah, I have this watch on. I don't. The only thing I use it for is to check what time it is. And if that's what I'm going to do, I might as well get something nice. Yeah, I've thought about, um, you know, if I, because I, I, I thought about the two. I go, well, if I get an iPhone, you know, or I could even go with a with a Pixel. Because I, I, I was going through it, and there are some things that I've noticed that are a little easier through an iPhone yeah. than, than, than others. Like when you, you know, send me all those all those uh thoughts from uh from tiktok right. um <laughs> you you're know, welcome but yeah oh no yeah i, I enjoy this it, <laughs> it, 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 it on but then again i was using the samsung when i mistakenly used the samsung instead of the google messenger so i haven't really tried it with google message i'll have to see but when i was using the samsung one it would take me it would just open tiktok and i wouldn't be watching the actual video yeah, that you sent me. I had to go back, and then I figured out the link that I had to hit to get there. But again, like I said, I was use I mistakenly was using the Samsung Messenger. I wasn't using Google Messenger, and um, so when I use that for text, it's it looks like it streamlines everything. But I haven't, you know, I haven't checked it. But yeah, I mean, I iMessage was, I think, offered a little more stuff. That the downside was is um, autocorrect is shit. They're um, autocorrect in. in- in Apple's garbage. Yeah. But see, the thing is, is I, I don't, I don't blame them for lack of a better way of saying it, because I know it's, it's, they don't, they're not as in your business as Google is. Right. And that was one of the major reasons I switched to iPhone anyway, because I was going through this phase of like, everyone's watching me, you know, <laughs> and I need to be super, I could give a fuck. I am over it. Until next year, and then all of a sudden it's like... Then I'll freak out again, yeah. but it's whatever. I know how to secure Android phones now, so you I don't know. Steve, you don't understand. Go Google's try to get into everything. I mean, they're they're going to they're, they're turn, <laughs> turn around and your phone, your phone actually develops legs when you're asleep and it stabs you in the neck. A lot of, the, a lot of, a lot of that was me joking around. I was more seeing 
how you could be anonymous. And the two the two problems I had with it was one I'm more it's QAnon than anonymous. Inconvenience. <laughs> I'm more and QAnon then, than anonymous. <laughs> right. And then two, the further down the rabbit hole you get with that kind of stuff, you start running into unsavorable people. <laughs> like people that want to be anonymous because they're doing dumb shit. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm going to turn around. And, if you uh, don't want them to track anywhere you are, so like let's just say hypothetically you're at a Girl Scout retreat and you don't want Google to know you're there, you're like, Jesus this, this is how you turn off all of that. It's like, okay, I think we yeah, right. need to like, leaving. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's where you do the slow back into the head, just like Homer Simpson. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the 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 main the main issues I'm having is is I do like to tinker with things and I miss that I miss being able to like really I, and I was really excited about the new update but honestly it's not it's still basic level compared to what you can do on a pixel like you can fucking completely redesign the entire way that phone use works right. and I didn't realize how much I did it until I couldn't do it <laughs> right. You know, and now I'm kind of like, oh, I'm tired of this fucking <laughs> screen looks, you know, so. And and like I said, I don't, the iPhone is not a bad phone at all. No, it's not. Platform is not bad. It's more of a nuance, nuance things that are very personal for me. I did notice there is one thing that I like about Android that I didn't really realize until I was dealing with um, like Snapchat and Facebook Messenger is the dual accounts yes because i have and no it's not a it's not a like a like a burner account i have two snapchat accounts okay it's a burner account. <laughs> um one is for thoughts and then the other one is for um personal use okay <laughs> <laughs> one's for thoughts and one's for just people <laughs> yeah um no one's for one's my personal one and then one is for the lazy geeks which i'm gonna start you know working into that a little bit more but the big thing is, is that you can't have multiple accounts on there. You can do the same thing with Messenger. Like I can do Messenger for me and then Messenger for the Lazy Geeks. But they also have a Facebook suite, which I was kind of like, well, that kind of does everything and brings Instagram in there. So what's the point? Yeah. But yeah, that thing I kind of missed. And there were a few things that were, um, because I got accustomed to doing the, the, the iPhone way, that it's like, oh yeah, I can do this. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I can do this. Um, right. I think the integration of GIFs is a little bit better on the iPhone than it is on the on Android. A lot of the social stuff is cleaner. Yeah. On iPhone, um, which is great. I mean, it's a social device, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, but I feel like you can get more done on an Android phone. Like, there's a lot of features, like you can get stuff like split screen or, or stuff yeah. like that. And that was on the Note, which is Samsung stuff, but I'm not getting a fucking Samsung phone. Right. But <laughs> there's stuff like that you can use. Um, like, it kind of annoys me that I have this big-ass screen. Why don't I have split screen? Like, why can't I put things side by side? Like, just stupid stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and it's – it's um. at first you ignore it. You're like, oh, whatever. It's not a big deal. And then you it starts to add up. And you're just like, okay. And I bet you if I started with an iPhone, I wouldn't give a flying fuck. Right. But because I know I can do it somewhere else, yeah, it's an issue. You know, it's it's just something that that's, nags me. And I, um, for me, like 
going back to this one, and I know everybody's changing over from, you know, giving uh, micro SD card supports. I do like the fact that that price that I gave you, the 500 bucks for that, uh, for that pixel comes with 128 gigs of memory. Right. So yeah, the pixels starting off uh, a lot higher. Yeah. I love the pixel when I had, I forget what pixel I want to say eight, but I, I might be wrong, but, um, it was just such a great experience. Yeah. It was so clean. It was out of the way, you know, it was, it was, um, it was just nice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know? and yeah, I you know when I was like, you were saying, you know, going through and going through on the iPhone, I'm like already in, I've gone to Google Maps again. You know, I've gotten uh, Chrome on there. Um, calendar is kind of iffy. Like, I, I, it did, I don't really have a whole lot on the calendar, so I could kind of, but I do, but in the end, when I went, switched back, I was like, going, oh, yeah, I do like the Google Calendar. It, yeah. it does, it does uh, move a little bit. Gmail, once I was able to uh, use, you know, official apps on, on Apple, you know, and make them and that's, I, I feel like Apple shot themselves in the foot. Because once they allowed me to change the default of two things, <laughs> it reminded me that the things that I had to use weren't as good. Yeah. And um, like, it's funny you say calendar because I do utilize calendars a lot because I have a lot of kids and we have doctor's appointments and sports and stuff. And uh, Lorena has a Google calendar where she puts all their stuff on it. And, um, and then I have a personal calendar and I put, I put like payday if I have doctor's appointments, shows that are coming on that I want to watch and stupid shit like that. But it's important to me. Um, (laughs) and I tried to migrate to the Apple calendar and it just, it was lackluster, you know, like I can make it work, but Google was better. So why was, why do I want to make it work? Yeah. You know, and it's, um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's it. I'm basically been on one long Apple experiment, and maybe it's not for me. I haven't made a decision yet. So, but I'm still fully on. I'm, I don't use Apple anything. The biggest joke that Apple has is um the Apple Drive, the iDrive, or whatever the fuck they call it. Oh right, their cloud drive. It's a joke. Like you can't even upload folders. That's ridiculous. You can only update individual files. It's it's just it's like ten years ago. <laughs> I'm like this is stupid. I paid um I just recently paid like I don't know 3 bucks a month so I could get 200 gigs on the Google Drive. Google Drive is wah, that's I wish it had a fucking dark mode cuz it blinds the shit out of me. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> it's um it's perfect. Like I I can even right click on it and it will give me right click commands and shit. Like it's great. You know, but it's fucking um I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Do you know what you're yeah. going to do? I don't. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what I'm going to do, but I don't want to admit it yet. Right, yeah. Because I cuz I am leaning towards switching back. And this is the last thing I'm going to say and then we can move on with the actual show. Um I am thinking about switching back. The problem is it's going to be I've I've bought the phone. I have the AirPods. I have the watch. The watch is useless without the phone. Hmm. So I mean, it will kind of work, but it's it's going to be annoying because so I have to sell the watch. That will be a hard sell. It's been in a fucking full body case since day one, so it's in minty minty condition. How um, much? Uh, how much you're looking to sell that ditch? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the AirPods. All you do is take the fucking, 
you take the the earpiece out and those sell just fine too yeah so i can sell those and then just buy well wouldn't you be able you can it's bluetooth you'd be able to use them with a pixel device yeah yeah you can but they there's some feature there's some things that don't work on them Hmm. and honestly they're ugly anyway so i'll just get new ones because (laughs) i can sell them and then you get the google buds oh yeah and I wouldn't even have to pay for them because the amount of money I'll get for the AirPods will pay for the. I'll probably have money left over. <laughs> so, I like the Google. I like the look of the Google Buds anyway. Um, but yeah, so that won't be until later next this year anyway, because that's when my upgrades do. Um, we'll see. I might just save up and buy the phone outright too. I'm getting kind of tired of paying fucking thirty dollars a month for my phone. I mean, yeah, you know, you're paying about six hundred bucks. It's like that's not a lot, really. Right. This yeah. phone is 1100. Yeah. And I only got 64 gigs of fucking internal space and no way to upgrade it or anything, which it's only half full. I don't I don't keep a lot of shit on my phone. Yeah. I mean, that's but. the same thing with like this one, the one that I the my old my own my old Galaxy is uh you know, a 64 and I'm and I only have I still have like I think I've used like 20 gigs, but then I use the SD card and that's where I store like podcasts and all that stuff, but um but let's get into the show before I get into the rest of this. So <laughs> 20 minutes in, we're getting into the show. Uh, w- welcome, everybody, to The Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all that clickbait clutter. We're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Um, So uh, I found my old fourth-generation iPod. Um, it's, it's really cool, and like I told you, it holds a charge for shit. Like um, I charged it up fully, plugged it into my. I use the uh, the three point five millimeter jack onto my Samsung uh, thing. Played a lot about like two seconds of a song, and then just like went needs to be charged. And I was like, okay, so it needs a new battery. <laughs> um, but on iFixit.com, they sell the battery and the stuff you know the prior and all the the stuff you need to kind of fix it uh, for eighteen bucks. There you go. I was thinking, oh wow, I go that would be actually pretty cool because I was thinking about it, I go it's twenty gig and I'm so I'm still playing around with actually if I'm gonna actually like get it or not because I'm like I mean it just would be nostalgia purposes you know. Um, Can you upgrade the the uh, space in it? Do we kit for that? No, not that I no, um, not that I saw for for upgrading the memory but i was like i still have my other classic ipod which is 150 gigs <laughs> so right <laughs> it's like mm, do i really need to um so there was that so i'm kind of still toying with that but i was like going it was kind of cool seeing seeing all of that um but uh so um i just noticed what you said about google calendars because i opened up the google calendar the one thing that i noticed that i that annoys me with the Apple calendar is that it opens up to the day and Google's opens up to the month. <laughs> yeah. It's little things. <laughs> it is little. It, it seems like a, yes, it is first world problems. Right. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but it's kind of annoying. Cause it's like, an, ugh, and then I got to back out of it. And- like, you know, real quick. <laughs> and I, I'm serious. This is quick. One of the things that bugged me the most, and it was so stupid, but I was like, ah, oh, is I was reminded the other day that if you have an Android phone, you can buy this case where you can slip your phone into it and it gives you actual buttons like a Game Boy and then you can play Game Boy oh, games on an emulator. I heard, yeah, I saw that. And I was that. like, I remember when I wanted that. 
I can't get it for the iPhone because I can't fucking download emulators. <laughs> and that's like that's <sighs> like that's the thing is like I was looking at it, I go I know that if I go back to Android, um, I mean like like I you know like I like I was saying earlier you know I like the iPhone and stuff like that but yeah there are little things that I realize okay but I know too that because I have an iPhone seven it's like it's not the greatest it's you know it's prepaid it's whatever but yeah. but so the camera's not as good so I have a reason to go back to my Samsung now you know if I decided to upgrade it's like well do I want to upgrade for a thousand dollar phone or maybe a seven hundred dollar phone that's where it is that and yeah. it's like going and eh, with the you know then I can still get this and then with the extra money I can get you know Bluetooth earbuds or you know whatever well, else. Apple has Apple has a mid-range phone now too and I've heard good things about it but um the Android mid-range you can get a bigger screen and it's it's you know the yeah. Pixel's just a high quality phone yeah you know um and I heard the camera on it's fucking dope even that's what I heard out now yeah that's what I heard too and now yeah. that I have um because uh I'm I've gone back to using because I was doing Roku on my um because I have um in for me personal use the the Amazon Fire Stick is the living room but for my personal use I got the free Chromecast and then I have the Roku. Now the one thing that I ended up switching back to the Roku in my room for was because Apple TV wasn't available on the Chromecast and there's a few things that I wanted to see that you know John doesn't want to so I would you know want to watch it in my room or something like that. Right. So I was like, okay. And then it says it could, it's coming soon, but we don't know when. And I was like, all right, fine. So I ended up going to Roku. And then I t- just found out today that like last week, uh, Apple brought it to the Chromecast. So I was like, oh, sweet. Cause after I switched back to, from Roku to, uh, from the Chromecast to Roku, I was like, you know, I kind of like the interface of the Ro- of the uh, Chromecast better. But now that they have Apple Plus on there, I was like, okay, cool. Now I have a reason to switch back, and um, I just enjoy it. Now with I have that, if I get a Pixel, and then I have, you know, the the Chrome. I'm using Chrome. It's like it's all connected, and I'm, yeah. I feel like the Marvel Universe. Well, right. <laughs> well, it's funny you say because I went back. I went to a buddy's house uh, recently because he can't find it, but he's going to give me. He has a original Xbox and some games and some controllers and stuff. He's going to give it to me. But he, unf- I was, I just dropped by, mm. but I forgot he was moving. He's like, well, everything's packed, asshole. I'm not going to fucking open a bunch of boxes. I was like, oh, okay, my fault. That's where you, that's where um, you go like, oh, so that's how you're going to do me? <laughs> right. Well, fuck you, asshole. Go open the boxes. Um, but he's, he's Google everything. So mm. he has a pixel, but he has the Google mesh internet. He has Google smart home stuff, everything. Oh, wow. He's deep. And I just saw him moving about his head and he was showing it off and it was all very seamless now the apple stuff works too but then when he told me how much it costs i was like that's dope because the apple stuff's expensive yeah you know and it's it's um and it doesn't play well with others you know it doesn't <laughs> use open standards and stuff like that right. so it's it's um i kind of want to get that stuff in the future when we get a house and stuff right so i don't know we don't need to talk about this whole podcast. It's gonna be the whole podcast of us talking about Apple versus Android, and people would would be thankful. That's true. I mean, we're it's us here. We're basically bettering humanity just by showing up today. You're welcome. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. And I didn't really show up. I'm just home. Right. Exactly. You know. <laughs> it's like, hey, let's do this. All right. Yeah, let's do this now. 
All right, so uh, now it's time to jump into some news stories that may have slipped under your radar this past week. Um, so I thought this was kind of funny. Um, for those of you, you may remember what's called copyright trolls. This was a big thing a couple of years ago. Um, so I thought this was funny. So in 2019, a U.S. District Court in Minnesota sentenced Paul Hansmere to 14 years in prison to be followed by two years of supervised release. Hamsmere was a key player in the Pen, um, Prendra law firm, which pursued cases against people who were suspected of downloading pirated porn movies via BitTorrent. While suing alleged pirates is not illegal, Pendra law went much further. Over the years, the firm faced negative court rulings over identity theft, misrepresentation, and even deception. Most controversial were the shocking revelations that Pender itself produced adult movies and then uploaded its own torrents to Pirate Bay. In doing so, the company created a honeypot of people they later sued over pirated downloads. The allegations were serious enough to, uh, to appear on, on the radar of the U.S. law enforcement agencies, which launched a criminal investigation culminating in prison sentences for two key players. Now, today, Paul Hansmirth and his former colleague, John Steele, are both in prison, which the latter received a reduced sentence for his cooper cooperative stance. Hamsmere continues to appeal his sentence to this day. To make, uh, to make a point, the lawyer even restarted his honeypot scheme in prison. In addition to challenging his conviction, Hamsmere also appealed the 1,541,527,000 uh, uh, um, dollar and 37 cents in restitution that he requ is required to pay his victims. According to the former lawyer, this figure is too high because it includes quote unquote legal settlements. This case ended up in the eighth circuit court of appeals where government, the government opposed Hamsmere's claim arguing that the convicted lawyer waived his right to appeal by signing a plea agreement. After a careful, uh, careful review, the Court of Appeal judges ruled that Hamsmere has the right to appeal the restitution amount. However, it doesn't help the former lawyer much, as the judges who also concluded that the district court correctly awarded the $1.5 in restitution. According to the Court of Appeals, the government provided sufficient evidence to show that the restitution amount, quote, was attributable solely to settlement payments from a fraud scheme, end quote. The evidence was collected by FBI agent Jay Carey, Jared Carey, who went all over settlement payments which came that came in from April 2011, which was when the Pendra lawyers started to upload their own movies to Pirate Bay. Agent Carey further attempted to narrow his calculation to payment from fraud victims by excluding any payment that came in over this period that could not tie to a specific person, the court adds, suggesting that the actual figure might even be higher. So, yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> fuck these copyright trolls. Because <laughs> they, they're like the ambulance chasers of that realm, you know what oh, I mean? God, but yeah. um, g gaming, I know that a lot of gaming um, companies like Sony and Nintendo, they'll get hit with copyright trolls a lot because they have deep pockets. But yeah. um, I'm glad. Fuck those bitches, bro. Yeah, we used to talk a lot of them back in the day. The, Nintendo all, got hit up a lot when the Switch came out. Yeah. Um, because like, oh, well, <laughs> I had a dockable 
patent right. way back in fucking 1996. It's never going to get made or some weird shit. It's like, all right, bro. It's like, stop it. Just stop. Just, like, you, everyone knows Nintendo didn't make the first dockable device. Stop <laughs> it. Oh, well, I had a screen that had these two, like, things, analog th- sticks that you could use right. tape and stick them together. So, you know, you owe me money. It's like, hey, wait a minute. I had a game where it was it was a side scroll and it was a guy who bumped into blocks and, <laughs> oh, we copied them? Oh, oh never mind. Never mind. <laughs> How many people copied Nintendo, bro? Stop oh, I know. It, and um, then put them on the Google Play Store and making money off that shit. Some of them are fun. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, Sony, this this one threw me off. Like, I was like, what? I have no idea this is even going to happen. Um, Sony is officially moving forward on a live action twisted metal TV series at last uh, with the producer of Cobra Kai and the writers of Deadpool on board. Um, <laughs> a report today from Variety states that the coming action comedy series will be based on an original story in the Twisted Metal universe from writer Rhett Rees and Paul Wernick, who previously worked on both Deadpool movies as well as Zombieland. Um, The series will be led by executive producer Michael Jonathan Smith, who also produced and wrote for Cobra Kai. There's a lot of fucking heavy hitters for comedy right now working on this. Um, This could only work as a comedy. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't be serious with this. Um, it's two nineties to be serious. Yeah. It was serious back then. <laughs> yeah. If you made it um, in the nineties, you would have to be serious, but yeah, that's right. It has to be gritty and extreme. Um, <laughs> extreme. They're all downing mountain dews and fucking <laughs> riding skateboards and shit. And shit. <laughs> Other production names um, on board include Will Arnett, Mark Foreman, uh, and Peter Principato, uh, as well as both reason Wernick. Twisted Metal first came out in 1995. I I have one and two, or one and three. I don't have two for the original PlayStation. Um, it has had a number of sequels follow, with the most recent being Twisted Metal Black, which originally came out in 2001, uh, <laughs> which I'm going to speak more on a little in a minute. Uh, launching on PS PS4 in 2015 through through PSN, uh, the PlayStation Network. The games are focused around Demolition Derby with each following a different storyline that somehow revolves around Twisted Metal, a derby event taking place once a year that grants its winner one wish of their choice. The live-action TV series is reported to center around an as-yet-unnamed protagonist trying to compete, complete a delivery in a post-apocalyptic world in exchange for a promise of a better life. Not much else is known, though it is said the clown character Sweet Tooth, a recurring antagonist clown who drives an ice cream truck, will make an appearance. Twisted Metal was first publicly um, posited as a TV series by Sony in 2019, and this is the first we've heard about it since. A Twisted Metal movie was previously announced back in 2012, but never came to fruition. And and unfortunately for anyone who hoped this might spark interest in a new Twisted Metal game, there hasn't been any news to that effect in years. And the series creator David Jaff unfortunately shut down his development studio back in 2018 following a canceled project. So... My, I was interested in this. I was like, oh shit, like that would be kind of dope, you know, something funny. But then I'm like, the younger crowd doesn't even know what Twisted Metal is. <laughs> you know what I mean? The last game was, right. you don't count the PSN release. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about that. The last game was for the PS2. 
in 2001. Was it even the PS2? Yeah, it was the PS2. Yeah, 2001. Yeah, because uh, I think that's when it, yeah, that's when it came out, yeah. Right. And so you have people who were born in 2001 who are like the young gamers now. They don't even know what that is. So it, it's weird to me. I feel like the strategy should have been come out with a game. If the game sets off, then make a show or a movie or something. Because they're going to make this show and it's not going to – no one's going to know what the fuck the reference is except for older people. Yeah. I was excited. I'm Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But because I grew up playing Twisted – like we've I've played every Twisted Metal. Yeah, I played, I played a couple, I played a couple of them back in the day. I think I read them from Blockbuster at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have one in three. And um, one is 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 a rough play these days. <laughs> three isn't bad, um, but yeah, it's it's a really it was really fun. You, you're basically in this big open map, and you pick your character, and each car has its own personality kind of style, and and they haul missiles and guns. And um, the coolest part about it was they just like it said, each character had a storyline, and it was kind of like the whole you know, don't ask the devil for stuff kind of thing. Cause this dude you'd win. And then whatever your wish was, it always got twisted, you know, and it would fuck you up or whatever, but it was, um, it was a cool game series, but I don't know. I don't know how this is going to do. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be surprised if it actually makes it beyond development. Really? Yeah. Uh, cause it is, it is very niche. Um, unless it goes, they got big people on it though. Yeah, but still, just because you have big people on it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. anything. But, 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 um, it could, I could, if it does get picked up, it'll be the streaming service. Almost guarantee you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, Netflix mostly. <laughs> right, it's not going to be on CBS or anything. It's going to be or a, or like a straight movie. It'll probably it'll be even if it is a movie. Sony's going to debut their streaming service because <laughs> everybody has one now. Well, Sony said that they have they found an advantage for everybody having the streaming movies, which means that people are going to pay more money to to stream their shit. So, yeah. I go, well, we'll see. I mean, you don't have that much shit. Well, it, Sony, Sony has a pretty good catalog of movies. Yeah. But they're older. They, they don't have a lot of the newer ones. Yeah. But, um, I mean, they're no touchstone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Facebook will block Australian users from and media companies from sharing links to news articles on its main social network. This following the country's proposed landmark regulation measure that forces tech giants to pay Australian news news organizations for using their content. This the, shit was slick, by the way. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. The bill passed the Australian House of Representatives last week and there's enough votes to pass the Senate. The New York Times reported the bill includes Google, who at one point my cat's blocking my screen, so I'm having trouble reading that. At one point last um last month threatened to leave the country entirely. However, Google decided against the nuclear option. They cut deals with major news media organizations like Rupert Murdoch's News Corp. Facebook won't, for now at least. 
The proposed law fundamentally misunderstands the relationship between our platform and publishers who use it to share news content, reads a blog post for, from William Esten, the managing director of Facebook Australia and New Zealand. It has left us facing a stark choice, attempt to comply with a law that ignores the realities of this relationship, or stop allowing news content on our service in Australia with a heavy heart we're choosing the latter. Uh... Now, the policies are for this go into four distinct categories. Australian publishers, they are restricted from sharing or posting any content on Facebook pages. Admins will still be able to access other features from their Facebook pages, including Page Insights and Creator Studio. We will continue to provide access to all other standard Facebook services, including data tools and and CrowdTangle, which if you're not posting content on that or you're not allowed to, what's the point of those other options? Right. Like, you know, it's like, well, you know, this shit's going to go down because, oh, um, yeah, we can't post anything on there. International users, they can continue to publish news content on Facebook, but links and posts can't be viewed or shared by Australian audiences, meaning that if we can still post stuff here in the United States, but if it ends up in, in Australia, they'll just get the tagline. Yeah. And That's they'll just get that. the tagline, and then you can go ahead and copy and paste that into into Google and then search it that way. Australian users, they cannot view or share Australian or international news content on Facebook or content from Australian and international news pages. International users, they cannot view or share Australian news content on Facebook or content from Australian news pages. So my view of this is this is facebook's way of kind of doing a misdirection because what facebook is attempting to try to do is saying without paying people is that you need us more than we need the news and the problem is is that it's actually facebook needs the news more than news needs facebook because most of these news sources have other out avenues i i think the biggest one is google because google would what will Google do? Like if they couldn't, yeah. you know, share news articles from Australia, they would be pretty hurt by that. They're a search engine. You can find shit on there. Facebook, to be honest, in a lot of instances, if they can't share news stories or even if it's like, I mean, does that include blog posts and stuff like that? Which means I guarantee you a lot of shit's going to start disappearing on there. The QAnon shit and all that crap gets out of there too. But... I think in, in a lot of instances, usage will go down too, though, because yeah, most of the true. time with Facebook, Facebook has become the social media place where people complain about the news. Right. You know, so if they don't have a talking point, there's nothing to talk about. Right. It goes back to what it was in 2007 or whatever, whenever it came out. Yeah. So in this instance, I'm like going, you know what? I think over Facebook is overplaying their game quite their their hand quite a bit. And I guarantee you in the next couple of months, there'll be a deal. Yeah. I actually read an article today. Well, I saw the tag. I didn't read the whole article that they were in talks already. Yeah, of course, because Facebook yeah, realizes they're fucked. They did. And with Google, when Google's like, we'll pull out of that. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to do that. Yeah. Like, stop acting like you're going to do that because you make yourself look stupid. Right. You it's know, because like, what are you going to do? Idle threat. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're just not going to be a search engine. I doubt that. Right. Personally, and. Well, the thing was, is because somebody brought that to my attention. One, a friend of mine was like, "Yeah, Google says they're going to leave Australia. What would Australia do?" And them? they'd use Bing. It's yeah. not like <laughs> Google isn't as necessary as you think it is. Like, if you don't have it, there's other things to use. Right. 
you know, it's not that. I think Google realized that halfway through, and yeah. they're just gonna because Microsoft swooped in, was like, "Hey, we'll stay." Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. And then you suddenly, know? suddenly Netscape showed up and goes, "Hey, we'll be doing. We we can do some stuff over here." <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, um, do I fully agree with you know banning people from being able to share news? Nah, I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. Well, most of my um, nice Facebook feed is just news. Like I, I very rarely ever see anybody posting shit. I know. I re-signed up for it so I because my mom wanted me to to keep track of family, and it's just it's typical. It's just people complaining about the news. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> like, I like to go to, I like to read, keep up with the news, but I go to the news places because I don't need the opinions of a bunch of uneducated people. Yeah. It, it's not necessary to the conversation. Particularly the people that don't read the news articles and complain about the headline. Right. The person who's reading or the person who's writing the article is it. Well, depending on the news source is the professional that is giving me the news. I don't <laughs> right. need anybody else to give me the news. <laughs> Some schmuck who, who like there's still, I was on Facebook the other day and there's still people saying they support Trump. Support yeah. him for what? I know. <laughs> His round of golf. <laughs> Like he's not he's not in power hey, of anything hey, anymore. Dude, next month he's gonna be inaugurated, you know. And um and uh it'll this this whole thing will be over. I'm just done, dude. I'm done. And and I think Steve knew too, because as soon as he wasn't president, I just stopped talking about it. I was done. Yeah. I'm like, we don't have to talk about him, he's useless. I've I I barely talk about I don't even Steve, which <laughs> Steve was his number one fan for a while. <laughs> Because he was getting, because you know Steve was angry, and rightfully so. And now it's just Ted Cruz. <laughs> now it's just Ted Cruz because he's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> so I got a two-parter for you here. Um, so BlizzCon's going on, and a lot of Diablo news. One or two things that I'm very happy about, and one that surprised me. So we'll talk about the the one I'm just happy about. Diablo 4, so read the article. We, we didn't get a release date um, for Diablo 4, but Blizzard did share details on a new playable class at BlizzCon Online. <laughs> BlizzCon Line. 2021, whatever. And like the Barbarian before it, the Rogue is one fan fans of the series will know well. She was one of the three classes you could play in the original back in 1997, and her sisterhood made an appearance in the first act of Diablo 2. In Diablo 4, Blizzard said the rogue will be a highly customizable character that you'll be able to play as either a ranged damage dealer or a stealthy assassin. While you'll have to wait to play Diablo 4, uh, later this year, BlizzCon plans to release a remaster of Diablo 2 that will feature enhanced graphics, updated cinematics and quality of life that's actually the second thing i was going to talk about um so yeah the rogue character looks fucking dope for one playing ranged is my preferred style in diablo so knowing that i can just fucking mow bitches down with this <laughs> bow i'm there for it okay and they released a trailer um definitely go to youtube if you want to see just put rogue announced trailer um and it's fucking dope because Diablo Blizzard kills it with the trailers, bro. Like, it's just dope. She shows up at a church and she's she's an assassin. She's putting like ears that she's collected while she's creepily talking to the fucking preacher who's also an asshole. Like, just go, <laughs> just go watch it. 
Now on to the one that really blew my fucking mind. Diablo fucking 2 Resurrected. Blizzard is remastering Diablo 2. You'll be able to play the classic action RPG later this year on PC and consoles with support for cross-progression between platforms, which is fucking great because that was something that I missed in Diablo 3. The remaster will feature both the original game and its excellent Lord of Destruction expansion. In addition to updating the graphics to take advantage of modern rendering and lighting technologies, Blizzard said it, it has modernized all 27 minutes of Diablo 2 cinematic shots, shot for shot. Um, you'll be able to play through Diablo 2's five-act story with up to seven other people. Quality of life enhancements like a bigger stash and no need for a mule character to transfer items between your heroes are there to make the experience more enjoyable than it was 20 years ago. Blizzard will release Diablo 2 Resurrected on PC, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, S, and Nintendo Switch. The game is available for pre-order today for $40 with applications open for its upcoming technical alpha as well. Um, this is fucking awesome. So I've, I, there is not a game on this planet I have played more than Diablo 2. Like, I've played a stupid, embarrassingly amount of time in Diablo 2. <laughs> and I am going to do it again. <laughs> Diablo 2 is its a perfect game. The game's so fucking good. It was way better than Diablo 3. Diablo 3 was kind of a letdown. They simplified a lot of things. And the story also, was amazing. They also huh? just, they, they all, um, Blizz, Blizzard just confirmed that Diablo 2 Resurrected will also support mods. Yeah, and it will support mods. Thank you. I forgot to mention that. It will support mods, um, which is fucking great. <laughs> it's 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 happening, people. Okay? I wrote, this is amazing. I wrote a piece about it because it was saying, you know, it was released, I think, in 2000. And I was like, yeah, you know, when this, you know, it, it, and I had the spec, I, on, my, on my piece, I had the specs for, like, what it required back in the day. And I was yeah. like, you know, when you booted it up and then you could go ahead and finish your game on the play, PS2, you know, while you're drinking your, uh, yeah. when you're, you know, when you're, listen, when I go when you're turning down your Spice Girls. Uh, <laughs> your... Well, I was happy about the cross. So I was happy about the cross progression thing because I would love to have this game on my PC, obviously. But I would also wouldn't mind it on the Switch. And then my character c- carries over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if they I'm, I'm going to tell you like this for Diablo four and two, if there are collector's editions, <laughs> you know, your boys get. OK, <laughs> because Diablo is one of my favorite series. So I got super hyped uh, when they started talking about BlizzCon. I watched the thing. I haven't watched yet. They did a um, a tabletop the guys from Critical Role who do the D&D, the most famous like D&D show, mm-hmm. um, they did a one shot that it's uh, in the world of Diablo. And I haven't watched it yet, but it looked pretty cool. But um, I've read the books. Fuck out of here. I'm, I'm about that life. Bro. <laughs> OK, super fucking happy about this. <laughs> but um, hopefully they've learned from their remaster of Warcraft not to meddle with the actual game because Warcraft was Warcraft 3 was kind of a mess. Yeah, it looked um, like it from what I re- from what I gathered of it, it looked like they just kind of touched on it. They didn't really do much. You can, you can render it in 1080p, um, yeah, because it's only right now it's supposed to be only 720. Um, but I complain. I'm like, come on, guys! Like, that's like also complaining about like a movie in the 70s isn't done in 4K. That's like, yeah. what are we doing? And I'm also 
I, I was I watched the little gameplay video that they released with it and the screenshots. It looks like Diablo 2, just prettier. Yeah. You know, it did the angles, the how he's doing things. It just looks prettier. And it's the same enemies. And they don't need to change this. They could make so much money and do so little work. <laughs> you know, now I like that you don't need a mule character because that was a big deal back in the day. I like that the, you know, maybe the stash being a little bit bigger just to make your life a little bit easier. But the game itself, the core mechanics do not need to change. So right on blizzard you've you've given me a, a fucking hard on right <laughs> thank you because that's important it is <laughs> all right so uh with that we'll be right back and we're back okay so supergirl is officially joining the lineup of the upcoming flash movie the young and the restless star sasha Calais. <laughs> baby Girl <laughs> <laughs> will portray the superheroine Deadline reported on Friday. She will be the first Latina supergirl ever in DC. Callie, 25, is one of more than 400 actresses who auditioned, and the exact role has not revealed to, um, to them until later in the process. According to Deadline, Callie did a chemistry read with Ezra Miller, who played Barry Allen in Justice League and will reprise the role in the movie in the Flash movie. The Flash has been in works since 2014 uh, with the release initially planned for 2018. The film has since gone through multiple writers and directors before Andy uh, Muschietti, It and It Chapter 2, and Krista Hodgson, Birds of Prey, signed on to direct and write to uh, direct and write, respectively. In the panel f at D uh, DC Fandom in August, Machete, Hodgson, and Miller revealed that The Flash would tap into the Flashpoint storyline and bring the multiverse to the DC film universe. Uh, the Flash is currently scheduled to, to be released on November 4th, 2022. Machete shared a video on Instagram of Callie getting... Uh, of him telling Callie that she had got the role. She was crying and carrying on. Yeah. nice. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, uh, Supergirl's great. Um, and, you know, she looks like she's going to do a good job. And the and the fanboys are already complaining because, you no. know, she's the, Hispanic. Ain't no real white, fan complaint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I fucking hate that shit. Like, I know. Everybody's, like, going, they said it's the multiverse, so obviously it's going to be a different, not only that, you know. I, I fucking said on Twitter. I said, um, <laughs> yeah, I Supergirl that. is not white. She's fucking Kryptonian. Yep. Like, just enough. Like, because she doesn't have blonde hair, you're going to piss about it? Yeah, that's what some people are saying. And they're like, she, she's not blonde. And not to mention, it's like, she doesn't have to be. No. I mean, it's like, I mean, you know, and even if you go, it's like, okay, it's part of the multiverse. So probably she's going to be a different, which I assume she's going to be a different, uh, a uh, different version, but it's like so fucking white. It's like, oh, you people need to just not shut the like fuck up. Like at this point, it's 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 just dumb now. Like just stop. Yeah. You know, you got a fucking we got an actress for this role, and then like, oh, I'm not gonna watch that because it's not a Henry Cavill. It's two different characters. <laughs> stop it. Like, it's like Chun Li not being in Mortal Kombat. Oh Jesus Christ! Don't get me started. <laughs> fucking article just says. <laughs> Why Why is Chung Lee missing from the new Mortal Kombat trailer? I don't know. Maybe because she's a Street Fighter character, you fucking idiot. 
<laughs> do literally two seconds of research. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. And then I told Adam, it doesn't matter. She's big enough that she can be <laughs> in I was the like, I combat agree. universe. Hey, thick dives save lives. You feel me? Exactly, exactly. Charlie's a shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I, we had a lengthy Nintendo Direct, 50 minutes. And we haven't had a good one like that for like a, a year. The ones last year were very quick. Uh, I figured you were skeeting, skeeting all over the place. There's a, a lot. A lot of people were complaining about this, but Nintendo's kind of like Star Wars. Sometimes the, the fan base is weird, be fickle, yeah. you know. But I, I saw some fucking awesome titles released that I'm excited about. So I'm gonna try to. There's a lot of shit in this, so I'm gonna try to go through this quick. I'm not gonna get detailed on everything. I'll just the few things that I give a fuck about. Um, <laughs> they are releasing a new uh, Splatoon uh, in 2022. Splatoon three. I don't play Splatoon. However, Splatoon is a big deal because it, it has a competitive scene and very popular. So that's obviously something that a lot of people are excited about. Um, Para slash Mithra. That is one character with two personalities, by the way. Um, will be joining um, Smash Brothers Ultimate. She is originally from the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 game as the main character Rex's two-in-one ally. Um Pyramithra reawaken um reawaken in March as the newest DLC fighters joining Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh, and are part of the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Fighters Pass Volume 2, which also includes DLC fighters Min Min from ARMS, Steven Alex from Minecraft, and Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Fuck Sephiroth's bitch ass. I ain't trying to play as Sephiroth. <laughs> Kill his fucking ass, bro. Don't let if I see someone picking Sephiroth, I'm picking Cloud and we rebaking a fucking scene. I'm gonna fuck him up. <laughs> I'm still upset. Who hurt you? Sephiroth when he killed fucking Aaron. <laughs> the song's still in my head, bro. <laughs> Something I am super excited about because I've never played this one. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Originally released in 2011 for the Wii and depicting the earliest story in the series timeline as well as creation of the Master Sword itself. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword now arrives on Nintendo Switch with smoother and more intuitive controls in addition to improved frame rate and graphics. In this enhanced version of the game running at a smooth 60 frames per second, you can choose to And sexy. <laughs> you can choose to play using <laughs> using motion controls with the two Joy-Con controls in a similar way to the original. So the original you could swing the sword with the motion control with the Wii mote. So they're bringing that back, but it's obviously going to work better. Uh, right. Or as new button only controls to play the game. So I think the Wii one, you had to do it that way because it was the Wii. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you don't have to do it that way in this one. Um, in handheld, so you can do it like like that for handheld mode or on Nintendo Switch Lite. A set of themed Joy-Con controllers that I want. I'm simping <laughs> for them. Will also be released alongside the game. The right Joy-Con controller is themed after the Master Sword, uh, while the left features the Highland Shield motif, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, and the themed Joy-Cons uh, launch for, for Nintendo Switch on the 16th of July. Um, the game will be available for pre-order on Nintendo eShop shortly after the presentation. Um, this is... This is Nintendo's official statements on these games. That's why it says like, shortly after the presentation. Um, the only thing I, I, I would love... 
So Link is left-handed, canonically. But this game was the one where they made him right-handed and just didn't say anything about it because it was – you had to swing a sword around and most people are right-handed. I am not right-handed. Right. So it would be nice – I want to know if they'll let me switch it back. I don't remember if they did in the other one. But those Joy-Cons don't make it sound like <laughs> I'm going to be able to switch <laughs> it back. So I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. Another one. You may be able to toggle them in the settings. I mean, that'd be nice. Because I'm left-handed. I'm trying to chop a motherfucker up. Another <laughs> one I'm super excited about. And people sleep on this fucking series. Mario Golf Super Rush, bro. <laughs> Tee off in the latest installment of the Mario Golf series coming to Nintendo Switch this year in Mario Golf Super Rush. Enjoy golfing with familiar Mushroom Kingdom characters through a variety of lush scenic courses. Mario Golf Super Rush features several local and online multiplayer modes, including speed golf, which finds players teeing off at the same time and racing to the green. The game also features a story mode um, starring your me character as they interact with Mushroom Kingdom characters, um, completing complete in golf challenges and earn experience points to power up stats. You can even use motion controls by holding the Joy-Con controller as a golf club. The fairway um, <laughs> opens for players on the 25th of June. Pre-orders are available on Nintendo eShop now. Don't sleep on Mario Golf fucking the shit. And it's cool too because the there was one Mario Golf in the series. It was for the Game Boy Advance. I can't remember the name of it. It had RPG elements like that where you were interacting with the different characters and you were leveling up your stats. So it's nice to see they're taking that and put it into the mainline series because that was fucking dope. <sighs> Next. <laughs> I'm not going to get too in-depth <laughs> in the ones after this one, but Project Triangle Strategy, which is a working title. Um, in this game that continues Square Enix's celebrated legacy of tactical RPGs, Battle Take, Battles take place on terrain with different elevations. A character's attack range is determined by their lo location and their equipment weapon, equipped weapon. So it is imperative to survey the battlefield before acting. Blah, blah, blah. It, it's a tactical RPG. It's nice to see they're making another one of these. It's um, a very beloved genre of games from back in the day. Um, we'll see how it takes off with the short fucking attention spans of today today's people, but whatever. Um <laughs> Fall Guys is coming to Switch. Nobody cares. Uh, Star Wars <laughs> Star Wars Hunters. This one's for Steve. Um, Star Wars Hunters offers a thrilling take on the galaxy in a squad-based online multiplayer game. Build a team from a cast of unique and all-new Star Wars characters, from daring bounty hunters to heroes of the Rebel and Imperial Stormtroopers. Face off against each other, each other's squads in arenas based on I iconic Star Wars settings. Uh, set between Star Wars Return of the Jedi and Star Wars The Force Awakens, the free-to-play Star Wars Hunters launches in 2021. Um, um, actually, I want to know, are any of the players going to be white? Because I don't feel the white um, audience is being represented enough in these uh, in They're these actually all going to be purple with pink polka dots because <laughs> fuck all that bullshit, okay? Because <laughs> um, these SJWs in sci-fi is just... Uh, <laughs> Ridiculous. There was a woman in the movie and she spoke. I don't know what this SJW <laughs> bullshit is. Fucking like how how many single people are there that are just sad and pathetic? They never got any fucking ass. That's the problem. There's too many virgins out there. It is. Yeah. 
step your game up. Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> um, people are very excited about it. I don't play it. It's coming. Um, <laughs> Metopia Embark is like a fucking Metopia game with your Mies. Yay. Um, Knockout City t- Team Up which is like a fucking um it's a box it's a do- not boxing i'm sorry it actually looked dope it was a dodgeball game so you're like playing dodgeball <laughs> it looked really fucking dope um there's dc superhero it, did you look did you look like ben stiller no it was at in dodgeball but <laughs> there's a dc superheroes girls teen power game coming for the children um the famicom detective club I like the use of Famicom here. Just, I don't know why. It made me nostalgic. So it's this is a very Japanese style game. It's it's a detective game. You're kind of it's almost it's almost a point and click game, but you're basically just trying to figure shit out. Um, and it is it's it's an English translation of something that was already in Japan. So some people will be into that. There's a Plants vs Zombies game. Great. Apex Legends is coming. We already knew that. Um, this one's cool. Legend Legend of Mana. Um, the beloved JP RPG classic from Square Enix, Legend of Mana, is coming to Europe with fully uh, remastered HD graphics, rearranged music, and additional features. I think it's coming here too, and I'm just reading a European website. I don't know. It's coming out. Um, Outer Wilds <laughs> is coming to the Switch. Hopefully it doesn't run like shit. Um, Samurai Warrior 5, which is like a samurai game. I don't remember them talking about that, but that's coming. Um World's End Club is coming. I, I, it's coming May twenty eighth. I don't care. Um, I'm trying to go through this fast. It's way too much shit. Animal Crossing: New Horizons plus Super Mario thirty fifth anniversary items, um, inspired by the thirty fifth anniversary of Super Mario Brothers, are coming to Animal Crossing: New Horizons. That's cool. There's going to be like the, the question mark block, like just Mario shit, real fucking cute shit. Um, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Uh, expand your quest to save Hyrule and upcoming uh, downloadable content as two waves of DLC are coming to Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity Expansion Pass. So they got some more content coming out for that. If you're not familiar with Hyrule Warriors, it is Dynasty Warriors in the Zelda universe. Um, They are remaking Ghosts and Goblins and it's titled Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. I don't know why anyone wants to be punished again. (laughs) because <laughs> that game is ridiculous but it looks cool it's it's the same game it's just prettier um so definitely check that out capcom's arcade stadium dozens of capcom's most beloved arcade classics are coming to the nintendo switch as part of the capcom arcade stadium rewind gameplay adjust game speed or difficulty and select from a variety of display options to to relive the sweet arcade goodness get 1943 the battle of midway for free then purchase game packs um, or the standalone Ghosts and Goblins add-on to bring. So basically, they are making a digital arc. Capcom's making a digital arcade, and then you will buy their quote-unquote cabinets. It mm. sounds cool, depending on the pricing, because I'm not spending a lot of money on a fucking '80s arcade game. Same. Right. No more Heroes Three. Cool. Neon White. Uh, a game called Neon White, which is a lightning-fast first-person action game. Um, Bravely Default 2, um, the first Bravely Default, great RPG for the 3DS. Um, getting a sequel on the Switch, definitely ex- um, people are excited about that. Tales from the Borderlands, that's cool. Stubbs the Zombie is coming. Uh, I don't know if you remember that game, Steve. 
Stubbs the zombie and Rebel without a pulse. I remember Rebel without a pulse. Yeah, so you're a zombie. But it's like a noir. Like you're a detective or something. I don't fucking get it. It looks (laughs) crazy. I never played it. Um, Hades, uh, the winner of numerous Game of of the Year awards. Uh, Hades is getting a physical release on the Nintendo Switch. The physical version comes with some fun extras, including a PC download code for the Hades original soundtrack and a 32-page full-cover character compendium. (gasps) March 19th. Uh, good game. Um, brutal game, though. Um, every time you die, you go back to the beginning. Over and over again. <laughs> so, um, I'm very excited about this one. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Uh, three action-packed entries in the in the acclaimed Ninja Gaiden series are coming to the Nintendo Switch in Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Build an arsenal of killer weapons as legendary ninja Ryu um, Hayabusa. Uh, I think. Each I'm usually pretty good with Japanese for some stupid reason. I'm usually pretty good with Japanese names. Um, each weapon offers offering a playstyle with a different set of lethal skills, uh, along with ruthless ninjutsu, um, to swiftly take down enemies. The Ninja Gaiden Master Collection comes to the United Switch on June 10th. Last, but possibly <laughs> not least, Saga Frontier Remastered. Uh, eight protagonists, um, eight captivating journeys in this remastered version of the classic rpg saga frontier uh travel through a stunning sci-fi world with any of the protagonists each with their own goals and ambitions with the new player playable character um skittilating battles okay cool battles and new events saga frontier remastered is an is an adventure not to be missed the game launches nintendo switch april 15th boom a lot of shit um, the video is online. It's 50 minutes, but they have plenty of summaries and all that bullshit. If me fucking rapid firing everything at you, uh, wasn't good enough. But the main takeaways is the Zelda, um, remaster. Although people are getting a little worried because Zelda's coming up on its 35th anniversary and Nintendo hasn't really said anything. Um, oh, right. I doubt they'll just let it pass without anything happening. Um, but, and we've been, the switch is very Zelda dominant right now anyway, with Breath of the Wild 2 coming out and the Hyrule Warriors, whatever. Um, Splatoon is a big one and Mario Golf. So, and Fall Guys, but I don't feel like anyone plays that anymore. Which ones? Fall Guys. It was, it was a game that everyone was playing on Twitch for a while. And it was like it was almost gone as fast as it showed up. Yeah, because people realize it sucked. It's this you just you run down an obstacle course and if you fall off you lose. And whoever gets to the bottom first, like it looked fun, but not for long. Well, that's probably what happened. Everybody got right. bored of it, got old really quick. It's more fun because you're goofing off and it's good for streaming than yeah, like and you know, when you're drunk. Right. Like, how long can you watch yeah. something like that? Exactly. After a bit, it was like, okay, this is repetitive. It's time to time to bitch out of this exactly. thing. Hmm. All right. Now let's give Adam a little time to, you know, wind down after all that. Yeah. I'm um, now. <laughs> he's going to nap while. Right. <laughs> so some Disney Plus users trying to watch WandaVision the minute it landed were met with loading issues at 
as outage problems affected the streaming platform. A number of accounts, mostly located on the West Coast of the United States, were affected by a surge in traffic on the platform that get that caused an outage of roughly 10 minutes, according to the company. Reports about lengthy uh, about the length of the outage ranged on Twitter, with some people experiencing problems closer to 30 minutes, leading to trop- topics trending as they do with names like Not Disney and Disney Plus Down. Other reports from people on the East Coast and in the UK made the rounds. Concerns about the specific episode, like encoding problems, are false. According to the company, a screenshot of the down detector for Disney+, Plus, as you see below, the outage peaked peaked at around 3.05 Eastern Time. So that's about five minutes after midnight West Coast time. It's not the first time that Disney Plus has faced the loading issues when the service launched alongside the premiere of The Mandalorian's first episode. Reports of Disney Plus not loading circulated social media. Since then, the app has remained mostly fine with reports of widespread outages. Other uh, other Disney platforms, however, have faced outage issues. Most recently, a number of customers using ESPN Plus to watch the UFC 257 faced ongoing outage issues leading up to the main title fight. A Disney spokesperson told The Verge on January 24th that the teams were aware of the technical issues uh, prevented from portions of users from accessing the early part of the ESPN Plus pay-per-view event and apologize for that experience. We worked as quickly as possible to identify and resolve the issue, the spokesperson added. So, yeah, I mean, this particular issue, I know a lot of people were in there because they wanted to see Reed Richards being introduced in WandaVision, um, but uh, that wasn't going to happen, and I think I was the one of the few people that wasn't Where surprised at, when... <laughs> yeah, uh weren't uh in there because it's it's funny because i wrote a piece on online today about how an internet theory became so widespread that even like mainstream outlets were like you know talking about i'm like going what you guys are you know this show has been taking america by storm to be honest because like i just watched all the episodes that are currently out in one day because it's a good show. I'm not knocking the show and it's 30 minutes, right? They're quick shows, you know, sitcoms, you know, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, but every episode I was noticing like on TikTok and Twitter after every episode, there was just thousands of theories. It's just one of those shows. And I, I understood when I watched it because you're more confused than anything at the end of the episode. Like in a good yeah. way. Like you're like, what's going to happen, you know? Right. Um, but I don't speculate too much. Like there's there's also a rumor that Pref- Professor X is going to show up. That one yeah. has a bit of weight just because of, of the comic. But this is strayed pretty far from the comic. So right. I don't think he's just – they 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 want they, – people want the X-Men to be introduced. And Wanda yeah. would make the excellent bridge. Uh, and I mean, you already got you already got you know Petro right already coming in there from the Fox X Men. Um, and honestly, if you, it, we'd say spoilers, but if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen the latest episode of One. Right, you've already seen, um, and that was a couple of episodes ago. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are we doing? Here? So it's um, 
definitely took a uh, an interesting turn. Um, but I noticed, like, are we doing full spoiler? Because I, I wanted to say something. Yeah. I noticed ahead. two things when I was watching the show um, that made me not as surprised in last episode. Um, one about Pietro uh, when his when the in the um, the episode where it was like Arrested Development. Oh, right. Which was annoying but fun because I, I just don't like the way I don't like that way of doing a TV show. <laughs> it's, it's irritating. <laughs> um, whenever the kids looked at the camera, Pietro looked at the kids. So yeah. he's aware of what's going on. He's aware of the show aspect of it. Um, and then the the big reveal um, was kind of a similar thing. She was always a little too aware of yeah. what was going on, especially in that one yeah. part where Vision kind of went off script and was like, no, she can't hold the bait or something like that. And she was like, do you want me to leave yeah. and come back in? That, yeah. that I was like, this bitch, some, something special. Like, and then the fact that she never reacted to Wanda's magic. No. You know, all that shit. stuff. I was like, like, it was, yeah, it's funny because the show's really clever. Like I, I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative. I really do like the show. And I think whoever the writers are and the people that put it together and, and honestly, Elizabeth Olsen, amazing, amazing actress. Like everything is, is great. But the people that say they're super confused, put your phone down or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. You pay attention. It. Like everything's right there in front of you. It's not designed to trick you. It's designed for you to go, Oh wait, what was that? What does that mean? Yeah, you know, it's like like some people like um like people don't realize that like the Naked Gun movies was a television series first. Yeah, it was thirteen episode television series, and even Leslie Nielsen goes, "Yeah, we got canceled because you know you're watching it at home. You're sitting there. They didn't get the joke. Oh, why? Why is that funny? Oh, what happened there? You know, they got you got a bunch of stuff going on. You're not paying full attention. He goes, when you're in a movie, you're sitting there paying attention, and I think just too many people are just kind of like you know, like not giving 30 minutes of their time, you know, well, people in, were pissed off about the show in the first two episodes because the first two episodes didn't really show what was fully going on. It was just yeah. inside the fucking little contained world. And they were like, this is dumb. Right. And I'm like, guys, what the fuck? Like, calm down. Yeah, I know. I'm. Like, I know people are like it's boring. I stop watching. I'm like, oh, and then other people are like, oh, well, you're missing a, you know, you're missing a good show. So sucks for yeah. you. And I'm and like, going. Back I go, and what? Watch it anyway. Just like yeah, and I'm and I and I just look at. it. I'm like, going, what? Like, we have to have everything spilled out. I go, oh, are you looking for a traditional Marvel movie? And some people are complaining because there's no action. There's no like. Wham-. I go, oh, what? No Thor's hammer. You know, there's not big alien reveal that she's fighting. I go, this isn't that way. And these, um, these are the, and I'm not gatekeeping at all, but these are definitely people who have only seen the movies and not, and not everyone. And I, I hate people that do, do, do this. I, I, I'm not in any way saying that if you only watch the movies, you're not a real Marvel. Fan. Absolutely not. If you only watch the movies, enjoy them, love them. You're a fucking comic book fan. A hundred percent. But there are a certain subset of those kind of fans that, they're like, well, there's too much talk, like that kind of dumb shit. It's like you don't understand. Hmm. Comics is mostly talking. Yeah. It's mostly just people interacting with each other, you know. And it's um, I think this is a great show. I think it's a great lead-in to the next phase. I I pers- my theory 
Okay, if I have to say if we're going to have a big, <laughs> like, guest star or whatever, mm-hmm. I would say it would make more sense Doctor Strange show up. If there was going if to be, I would be. say it's mostly be him. Um, to me, everybody's like, oh, yeah, said that, um, yeah, you know, Rich Richards, Rich Reed Richards is going to come in there because she's a, she knows a guy and then he's an astro scientist and she's texting him. So it has to be. Rich. I go, no, it doesn't like they never even mentioned that a, a Fantastic Four movie is on the horizon, much less, you they know, just own the rights any, to it now. Yeah, they just got the rights to it and they're developing it. They're not going to drop it. Not to mention people are like, oh, it's going to be Jim Krasansky, you know, as, as Reed Richards or we riot. I'm like going, that's you guys. I, you know, it's like, I would you be guys- surprised if Fantastic Four is safe to headline phase five. To be completely yeah, honest, because phase four was already planned before they bought Fox. Yeah. You know, so they might bring the X-Men in. That I'm prepared to see in some form in Phase 4. But the Fantastic Four, they'll want to make a tentpole. It's yeah. not it's like, not yeah, something you especially. just shove in there. Yeah, you don't cram it in there just because. And it's like, you know, and they, that's where these people are just kind of like, dudes, calm and down, let bringing, them play out stuff. If you're bringing the X-Men in, that's a huge thing to bring in. You don't need another huge thing. Yeah. You know, and it makes more sense for Wanda to introduce the X Men. So, oh yeah, because she's an X Men, right? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, da, 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 she's, da, da, da. <laughs> she's a she's Magneto's That's daughter, right. and she so. can be <laughs> the sister we never saw in the uh, in the other X Men in the actual X Men show movies when they introduced uh, uh, Petro. They never, they never, they he mentioned his sister, but they never showed her, right? So. And they only mentioned, he said, my sister. So, yeah, and then the only controversy on the show that I have heard, and I I don't really have an opinion on it because I haven't really looked into it, and I'm not involved in either side of this, but they say her saying that she was a fortune teller was a bit insensitive just because um, her character, which isn't Romanian in the movie. She's Romanian in the comic books. um, That's a derogatory romanian thing the four mm. i mean she's actually not even romanian in the com in the marvel she's uh slow what was it? it was the town that they were in in age of ultron and i can't remember what it was okay so anyway guys i guess i could say welcome back even though for you guys it's the same fucking show that you were listening to for the last hour or so um uh this is kind of part two because part one ended rather abruptly uh because spectrum decided to tell everybody that was using the internet to kind of go fuck themselves um so (laughs) um it's good yeah it's gonna sound like a really weird edit at this point but that's why the first part was recorded on monday this time we're recording the rest of it on tuesday so it is tuesday though isn't it yes okay because some i've you know, being at home all the time, it's like you kind of forget what okay? day it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm. Listen, we can turn the mics off and talk. Bro. <laughs> you know, it's, it's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, there was a. If you were in LA, you probably. I, one of my friends, Scott, was just like put all these like you know the uh, asterisks at signs hashtags all of that. He's like he's all da 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 spectrum. I can't believe I'm doing. <laughs> And I was like, and I thought, I go, oh, the internet. I was like going, oh, shit. And I thought it was you at first. And then all of a sudden I looked. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not getting any internet at all. 
Well, you know, and as you said, these uh, these cable companies have monopolies in areas, so yeah. they don't. You know, mm-hmm. I used to work cable in L.A., and that whole infrastructure's fucked up. <laughs> like it's half broken in in most places. Yeah. So. So. You know. So yeah. So now we're back to finish off the rest of the show. Hopefully, spectrum permitting. You know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what's going on. It was out for like three hours because, like, around nine o'clock, they issued a statement saying we fixed it. And I think yeah. they had. I think they had a picture of a guy duct taping a wire. So. Um, I think that's probably what it was. Somebody spilled coffee on the on on one of the routers. That's actually how they fixed it too. <laughs> they just duct taped the wire. We're good. Yeah. You see somebody uh, on a uh, fucking Netgear router putting a towel on it and it spilled coffee on the side. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh so as scheduled, uh, how about you go into uh into yes. your little story here? While fans of Metallica were treated to a special performance by the band at the end of BlizzCon 2021's opening ceremony. Uh, Those watching on the official Twitch gaming channel were treated to the concert with the most non-heavy metal music imaginable (laughs) in order to avoid a DMCA claim. Shortly after Metallica started playing, Twitch switched over to royalty-free music to avoid a DMCA takedown, which predictably led to a hilarious few <laughs> moments that were captured by these uh, by those like um, at Slasher on Twitter. So if you if if you follow in the show notes uh, in the IGN article, you'll see the video, and it's like this do 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 do. It's like it sounds like a children's show, and you just see them rocking the fuck out. And I'm like, this is disgusting. I mean, um, that's my thing. Like with with this, because you know, this this isn't the first time that's happened where they've either replaced it or shit. Yeah. You know, shit goes on because it's like can't. It's like you're holding an event. Isn't there a wave to like? But I know it's all automated, so no no human eyes ever watch that. It's automated. It detects. Oh, they're playing Ender Sandman. Boom, knocks the audio off. Well, it would appear that Twitch did not obtain the proper rights to allow the music to be played on its channel. Uh, fortunately, the concert and its music played as expected on other Twitch channels like Blizzard Zone and, Offic- and the official BlizzCon uh, live stream on YouTube. DMCA takedowns have been a huge issue for Twitch streamers recently, and, t- and Twitch even admitted that it has handled the situation poorly and promises that better tools are on the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> funny, bro. Like, um if, well, this this tells you too. If you're gonna watch a stream of anything, watch it from the original source. Don't watch some other person doing it. Right. And try not to watch things on Twitch. BlizzCon was being streamed on YouTube. Just watch it there. <laughs> you know, like Twitch is a fucking dumpster fire when it comes to anything that's gonna be propri- proprietary, or whatever. Copyrighted, not proprietary. Um, Same difference. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But yeah, I thought that shit was funny, and the music is so funny that they, what, they replaced it with. You kind of think that, like, you know, they might have replaced it with something a little, you know. I mean, there's you can go to fucking like those, um, those. Uh, oh, what? Have, oh God, so we use those for our music. Those like, um, you know, like the McLeod dude. Yeah, there's like, like way better. You can get heavy metal royalty free music, right? At least throw that on there, you know. <laughs> but it's like it's if it's like watching I, Metallica perform the Teletubbies theme song. This <laughs> is the perfect example because everybody's heard this song. If you're on YouTube and you've heard that, ding ding da ding ding, 
ding, ding, ding, ding, ding. Uh, everyone puts that fucking dumbass song in their video. It was basically that. <laughs> Playing over Metallica, rocking the fuck out. By the way, Metallica looking old, bro. They, they God are. bless them. <laughs> what was it that somebody was like, some comedian was over there? Yeah, you know, Metallica was supposed to be like badass and their first time back, they released a movie about them in therapy. The so least anti, the least rock kind of thing you're like. It's the least rock thing, but honestly, was expected. Yeah. <laughs> Lars is a fucking Looney Tunes dude. Like, <laughs> I don't dislike the dude. Like, I think he gets a bad rap because he is a really passionate dude. And, and sometimes he puts his foot in his mouth. But he seems like a decent cat. Like, I don't I don't think he's a piece of shit, <laughs> you know, but everyone got mad because of the Napster thing. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, it's like, oh, Lars is a piece of shit because I'm like, well, technically <laughs> he owns the music <laughs> and you're not paying for it. <laughs> I like uh, what was it when South Park did their did the thing about Napster and like. Yeah, these musicians have to go down to three jets, not four. Can you live with yourself by knowing that they have to only travel in three jets? You know. Right. <laughs> See, my thing, my thing always was, and I used to tell people this. I go, so did you? Why didn't you download music for free um, five years ago? And I was having this conversation in 1998. And they're like, because you couldn't. I go, okay, so you can do it now, right? Like, yeah. I'm like, so that justifies it. <laughs> because it's easy to do it now. So if if the store that sold you CDs didn't put the security tape on it and they kept the CDs outside, would it be justifiable to steal them now because it was easy? Yeah, pretty and much. And he's like, "Whatever, Adam." Uh. And I'm like, "I'm not I'm not judging anyone who downloads free music. I did it too back then. You know what I mean? But don't get all pissy when they go, "Um, we don't like that you're doing this." <laughs> Fuck you, you can't tell me how to live. <laughs> no, you're richer than me, so I shouldn't have to pay you for your services. What? I, that doesn't I, make any I, sense. I justified it by saying, you know how many CDs I bought for one good song? 13 bucks for one good song? It's like, fuck you. <laughs> Everybody will find a way to justify it. But there really is no justification for the it. Only, the only ones that deserve to get free music were the ones that were creative enough to fucking take advantage of Columbia House. <laughs> yeah, and that wasn't even against the you were the Columbia House was just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I got so many free VHS and uh, and CDs Almost from them. All my fucking movies and CDs were for, from Columbia House, <laughs> yeah. and I paid for it for a little bit, and then I was like, no, I don't want this, and I stopped paying for it, and then all of a sudden, because that you had to send checks in yeah. back then, and um, I stopped paying for it, and then they um. Because I had to give my mom the money and then she would write a check because mm. uh, I was a kid. And I was like, Ma, I don't want this anymore. She's like, okay, well, just don't send the checks in. They just kept on sending me the cattle and kept on <laughs> sending me stuff. I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Thanks. Yeah. So many VHS tapes, bro. So many CDs. Oh, yeah. Most of them were junk, though, for real. Yeah, the free ones that they're like, oh, yeah, you get you get this or what was it send it back Yanni's or, greatest hits yeah shit. or we'll charge you like 18 bucks 18.99 it's like right. whatever dude and every once in a while you'd get a banger cd in yeah but i always did the you know i always did the uh oh get what was it like 10 cds for like a penny and then it was like you can get two more for like 2.99 each or something like that and then you get in this so i was like oh shit i can get like 15 cds or 12 13 cds sweet and then i do that and then just like not pay it 
that randomly reminds me. I was not too long ago. I was at Bookman's, which is a uh, used bookstore. They sell music, vinyls, all types of shit, mm-hmm. video games. And um, I saw a cassette, original release of Van Halen's 1984 album with the baby on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, they wanted 20 bucks. I was like, the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's something that no one can play. Like, who has a fucking tape debt? <laughs> 20 bucks. It's like, it's like, a, it's like 20 bucks for this? I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, was, I showed my mom because uh, I was at, she's in town. We were at Booker's. I said, hey, look. And she goes, oh, that's an awesome album because she was a teenager in the 80s. And fucking, and I go, I go, yeah, but look at this price. And my fucking mom goes, when I see that price, all I want to do is jump. <laughs> go, Ma, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I was like, I'm so done with you. <laughs> How much is that? 20 bucks? Panama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that album literally has the majority of the tracks that you know from Van Halen. Exactly. On exactly. That's that album was uh, golden. And that was back when you, it wasn't you buy an album for one good song. Like yeah. you bought an album and it, at least half of the songs were good. Well, I started doing I started doing a rule that um I had a rule that okay, unless I hear 3, maybe 4 good songs yeah. on the radio from the same album, then I'll buy it. Well, I think that whole like I think the 90s was the worst time for for that kind of shit with the albums. Yeah. Because there were so many one-hit wonders in the 90s. Yeah. So you would be like, oh, wow, that track, like the dudes, um, I can't remember their name, but the ones who did the song, Closing Time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody loved that fucking song. You buy the album, it's, it's a garbage album. Yeah. It's, it's, there's nothing good. Well, maybe not good, but there's nothing memorable on well, it. Well, it was also a group. I mean, another one that was famous for that was uh, this, um, I think it was early 2000s, the aughts, I think, um, Hooba Stink. They had that yeah. one song for the reason. And then mm-hmm. the rest of that album is complete shit. It sounds yep. nothing like any of the other songs on there. And they admit and that was the that, that, that was because they wanted happened. radio play. They they did that song exactly. for radio play. They started trying to game the system with albums. Yeah, and that's why everyone embraced fucking um, buying iTunes songs. Yeah. so much because they got tired of that shit. Yeah, it's like ninety nine cents for just the one track, so I don't have to hear the album. And you know, and then the artist like. But you know, we're not. It's like, yeah, you're not gonna make all the money that you make off of a, of a shit radio. So now it makes you actually have to work for the album. Yep. You know? They they say that they make artists make most of their money now on touring. Yeah. They don't make much on album sales anymore. Unless, they make money from you know, like from streaming streaming stuff and yeah. people buying songs on hype. The few people that do anymore, yeah. but they don't make much. Yeah. So it's uh. There's a cool it, YouTube it video that talks about that, about how many, how much people actually make off of album sales and how much that the uh, record companies really fucking rip off the artists. Yeah. yeah. It's really the record companies making money. The, yeah. the ones who were hurting the most were the record companies when streaming became a thing. Yeah. Because they pay the artists. Yeah. So it's, you know, it is what it is. But I do miss the times of going to the record store, though, picking up. the la- I still remember the last CD I bought. The last CD I bought was Limp Biscuits, hot dog flavored water. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the last <laughs> CD I bought, bro. Um, there's a if you, uh, there's a uh, doc. Th- by the way, there's a streaming. There's a new streaming app called Documentary Plus. Um, it's a free documentary uh, uh, app 
you know, you, it's it's ad based, so you don't have to buy a membership. But they actually have this this documentary that I love. It's called um, um, oh shit, I forget what it's called. But it's about Tower Records, and mm. um, let me let me look it up here and try to find a Tower Record documentary. They didn't have a Tower Records here when I was in high school. Um, we had we had a Virgin Records. Yeah, that was the big place. We had a, all things must pass. That's it. It's uh, it's a documentary called All Things Must Pass from 2015, and it's about Tower Records. And it's cool because they even have um, uh, a little interview with um, um, shit. Why am I? I'm just my mind is like not in it right now. Um, Dave Grohl. And um, he worked at a Tower Records in in uh, mm-hmm. Seattle. He said because it was the only place that would allow him to keep his hair. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but it's a really really cool documentary if you talk if you like um stuff about uh, you know you like the old school records and stuff like that and like we had two in the valley that I had growing up. There was one that is right next to what is now an Amazon Market, but it used to be a, a Toys R Us next to it. Um, and then one in in Northridge. Um, which I don't even know what it is now, but there was it's the Northridge Malls there. And me and my buddy used to go there. We'd hit one on Ventura, and then if we felt dangerous, we went out to the one on Sunset. And uh, yeah, that that was that place was the shit. But um, but uh, yeah, it's it's cool when I watch that, and you know they talk about the record stores, and you see me like, God, I miss those days. <laughs> you can go into a yeah. Record well, store. we had this conversation um, yesterday, I think, when we were recording. The oh, yeah. pointless podcast where it's just that physicality of it. you actually have something in your hand that is not going to change or be taken down and or that's whatever. Not your dick, <laughs> right? And also, I think um, with music, especially it ha- music, you're almost nostalgic for the analog kind of sound of it. Like yeah. I, I, like I was saying yesterday, we have I have a VHS player, play some tapes on there and shit. And um, or VCR, I guess, <laughs> not a VHS player. Um, but uh, just the whine of the player yeah. brought me back memories. You know, you just because you don't hear anything anymore. Netflix doesn't make noise. <laughs> yeah. You know, and Except, right, ex- and that's good. That's a good improvement. But yeah. it's, I don't know. It's just a nostalgic thing. To my kids, it was annoying. They're like, "Can you turn the TV mm-hmm. up?" <laughs> It's like the uh, it's it's like when you go to like Suncoast movie um Suncoast in the mall they used to sell all like you know yeah. VHS and they would be like at when you go to there there's like they sell like you know oh yeah microwave popcorn and candy all you know the, the mm-hmm. stuff so you could take it home and then just have a, like a movie experience. We used to go to Hollywood, not Hollywood. Was it Hollywood? Yeah, Hollywood Video. Oh yeah, yeah. Ho- yeah. Hollywood Video was was big here and um. There was one right right up the street, and I would walk up there with my friends, and and we would we would look at all the tapes. But then every Hollywood video had, um, well, actually, it was DVDs at that time. Every Hollywood video had a game crazy connected to it. Oh yeah, we'd be hanging out over there, fucking talking about video games and shit. I think you know? Patrick worked at a game crazy for a while. Yeah, yeah. Now all that's left is GameStop, and no one likes going. <laughs> exactly. Oh. All right, so. I think now we go into our douchebag of the week, I guess, this, yeah, this, this particular buddy. week. This particular week. Yeah. All right. So in politics, optics is everything. As the famous sports commentator Jim Healy once said, who goofed? I've got to know. It isn't news that Texas has been experiencing a real life version of the thing last week. 
what people in Texas learned firsthand, even though the rest of the country country knew, Republicans don't know how to handle problems. Their initial instinct is to blame a policy that doesn't actually exist, like the Green New Deal, and then the Ted Cruz-Cancun fiasco happened. During the week, Cruz had been blaming power and water outage on a fictional Green New Deal, only to, to get dragged online for it, then framed it as what would happen if we had a Green New Deal. It was such a great talking point in their mind that even Texas's Republican governor, Greg Abbott, used it. Unfortunately, it wasn't, act help, it wasn't helping the actual people affected. Now, apparently, the cold, uh, the cold was too much for Cruz that he picked up his bags and took his family to Cancun for some, for, for some fun in the sun. Pictures sta started appearing online Wednesday night when people were already, had already died from no power or water people cramming into cars for warmth, recycling water to use for their toilets, a day after a Texas mayor told people to stop asking for a damn handout. After news got out that Ted Cruz's Cancun trip was happening, he got on a plane the next morning and came back. Because again, optics is everything. Pictures of Cruz, uh, pictures of him at the airport on and on the airplane, the Houston Sheriff's Department confirmed that they had escorted him through the airport. And in typical Republican fashion, he deflected the blame to someone else, his daughters. I was trying to be a dad, and all of us had made decisions. And when you got two girls who have been cold for two days and you haven't a heater power, and they're saying, hey, look, we don't have school. Why don't we just go? Let's get out of here. I think there are a lot of parents that would be like, look, if I can do this, great. That's what I that's what I wanted to do. He told the, t the TV station. But really, from the moment I sat on the plane, I began really second guessing that decision and saying, look, I, I know why we're doing this, but we've also got responsibilities. And it had been my intention to be able to work remotely, uh, to be on the phone, to be on the Internet, to be on Zoom, to be engaged. But I needed to I needed to be here. And that's why I came back. Cruz's wife organized a vacation, which was uh, to last through Sunday. Editorials started popping up online. Now I get it. Um, who wouldn't want to get away? From, now I get it. Who would want? Who wouldn't want to get away if they can? I would. I also ain't an elected politician whose fucking job it is is to work for your constituents. It isn't surprising that he threw his kids under the bus this is the same guy who sided himself with trump after he called after he called his wife ugly this is a master class on how to be a douchebag and show how you really feel the ted cruz cancun fiasco is something that shouldn't have been on on his radar this is the sort of stuff that gets people voted out of office cruz may feel he's untouchable but it only takes one hurricane katrina type of event to change all that republicans only do things when it affects them that might be the one thing, Ted. I think the saddest part about all this is how little I was even surprised. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, because it, 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 there's two, there's really two groups of people in America right now. There's the people that can see the truth. They can see what things are. Right. And then there's the people that keep trying to make up lies for themselves almost because they just don't want things to change at all. So they're <laughs> just like, 
uh, no, that's not how it is. He's a good guy. I think, no, dude, he's not. Yeah. Like, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to admit when someone is a shithead. Yeah. It's, okay. it's liberating. It's okay to call some guy and say, like, hey, this guy's a dick. It's okay. You know, Democrats that's do it all the time. That's how the healing time. starts. <laughs> Democrats do that all the time. <laughs> they call right. that about themselves. And Republicans <laughs> call it whining. Right. And you know, it's, it, it's like... What he what he missed in that statement when he's like, I once I sat down on the plane, I started second guessing myself. It was like once I sat on the plane and I start seeing people taking pictures of me, that probably should have been right. when I was starting to second guess myself. It's the typical something you say about a child. They're not upset about what they did. They're upset they got caught. Right. You know, and well, the funny thing is, is how were you not going to get caught? <laughs> like, I don't know what where his fucking mind was. And like, I know he's an asshole, but he's obviously not a fucking complete moron. He right. he he got where he is today. <laughs> but it's like you would think he'd be smart enough to know this is probably a bad fucking look. <laughs> well, not only that, but it's like going what he should have done and what he should have said was, you know, it's like, look, my kids and my wife, they're cold. You know, they're, you know, they have no water, they have no power, they have no heat. You know, I decided to send them away. I decided yeah. to send them away and send them off. You're basically saying my wife is too inept that I needed to go down there with her and my kids. Well, it also says to me, too, like, you are one of the biggest politicians in one of the biggest states in one of the biggest countries. Right. Okay. Your your setup at your home is so shitty that if the <laughs> lights go out, you have to send people to Cancun. Right. Like that doesn't make you don't have a generator. You don't have um, the the things that the unfortunate, you know, unfortunately, the poor people in Texas probably don't have. Right. Like, the you know, the average person. You're rich. Why don't you have these things? Well, now you're hearing that people's electric bills are in the thousands of dollars. Yeah, they're charging like $9 a kilowatt hour. Yeah. Because like some... there's no regular – if you want to know and, – and Steve brought to my attention that California had this issue too. If you want to know what happens when things aren't regulated, pay attention. Yeah. This is exactly what happens when it's all, oh, fucking free market doesn't need to be re- regulated. Okay. Yeah, the free market works itself out. and Yeah, so it <laughs> does for the rich. Yeah, and – and California, you know, and people say like, oh, look, you know, California had those rolling blackouts. Yeah, it was because of Texas, because of Enron. Enron's the yeah. company that fucked over California. Um, fortunately, in L.A., we have our own company, um, Department of Water and Power. So we very seldom ever have outages. And if we do have an outage, that means something blew up. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> and that, and I don't care how fucking cool your infrastructure is. Something, you're going to have random shit like that yeah. every once in a while. But um yeah, we we very seldomly Arizona's the same way. We like we have the nuclear power plant. That's where we get all of our power from. Um and if the power goes out, it's 9 times out of 10, it was a local like a car accident. Somebody fucking ran into a transformer. Or right. Something. I remember one but, time when it was during the summer, it was like 100 and like 101 degrees out here and like at 4 in the afternoon, like the power went out and it was right. out for like good couple of hours and you know, I went on my phone and found out that a, a, tran- a power station, a substation, you know, good several miles away caught fire. So it took a while for them to transfer power over and then the power came back. But it was a brutal couple of hours. It was 101 degrees at four in the afternoon. So it's yeah. like one of those like, oh, uh, had to sit outside. And I just basically sat outside, ordered chilies, and we just 
you know, <laughs> the best we our, could. Uh, our AC broke one time when I was living with my grandparents in, in, in a house. Our AC just broke. And we had it. It was like a month until we could get it fixed. Oh. It was like on average 115. Yeah. It was hot. <laughs> and they got a um, my grandfather's work. They got one of these big ass fucking like industrial fans <laughs> yeah. and put it on the front window. It was loud as fuck. And they put it on the front window and then just opened all the window. It wasn't that bad because the air was constantly moving. Right. And it's not humid here. Yeah. Um, but I took two showers at least a day. <laughs> yeah. Just because I was so hot. I was like, fuck, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, it's uh, I told my wife, though, I said, I'll tell you like this. If I was living in Texas and I heard, oh, yeah, 20 years ago, there was this like freak storm and it got super cold and no one was really prepared. I'd be like, oh, well, we just bought this house. I'm putting a wood stove in. Yeah. Or something, you know, just in case. Yeah, just in you case. You know what I mean? Uh, so and collectively, because Ted Cruz was being such a douchebag this week and then on his podcast this week. Uh, he's, Why does he have a podcast? Because all the all these Republicans that want to make a name for themselves, him, uh, Devin Nunes, I think has one. Um, all these fucking um, Trumpers all have their own podcast because you know it's better doing a podcast than actually doing your fucking job. You know why they have a podcast? Because they're not busy. Yeah, they're not doing it. Like anymore. I couldn't see AOC having a podcast right. She's too busy fucking doing shit. Yeah, she's over there. She got you know what got $5 million in donations to help Texas while Ted Cruz is out there helping a couple of people put water in their truck. It's like, Oh, you're putting, you're putting away AOC's water. Good job. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then AOC does Twitch streams and stuff like that where she's getting her message out there. You know, it's like, you she know, she talks to the younger crowd a lot. Oh yeah. But, Te- which but, is good. but in any case, uh, what I was saying was Ted Cruz on his podcast said that his constituents and the media, his constituents, the people that fucking put him in office and the media are making this a bigger deal than it is. Um, we should all just laugh, relax, and have a good laugh. Yeah. Because, you know, those how many people that died because of that when you're off go and your wife's friends docks your conversation about going to fucking Cancun. Like, <laughs> it's like whatever, people. Yeah, so... He is definitely um, on everyone's shit list right now. Um, I'm very curious to see how this will affect the next uh, big election in Texas. Yeah. Um, shit like this honestly, doesn't go away. If they can't see that the majority of the Republican Party has fucking turned their don't really give a fuck about them, uh, they're lost. Yeah. Because it's it's pretty fucking obvious. Hmm. I doubt Ted Cruz will get reelected. You never know. Republicans are kind of stupid. Well, because it's party over sense. Well, Democrats vote that way too. Yeah. Democrats are just the ones that are right right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it all goes through phases, you know. Yeah. I'm sure 50 years from now, everyone will go, "Fucking Democrats are pieces of shit." I wish everyone would listen to the Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> well, not while they're uh, run by not, so fun. Not while they're run by Trump, anyway. Um, well. <laughs> All right, so staying in Texas um, is our social media idiot this week. Um, basically, this guy found out how social media works in a really bad way. 
So it appears that Colorado City, Texas has a strong man mayor. Notice, um, notice the tense in which I wrote that previous sentence. Um, Tim Boyd learned that just because you think something sounds good in your head doesn't mean it should come out of your mouth. Much less posted on social media, Tim Boyd made the biggest mistake. He tried to protect Trumpism, but it didn't work out well for him. According to Cron, which is a Texas TV station, uh, Colorado City is a West Texas town with about 4,000 people. Basically, it has the population of my apart- of an apartment complex that's across the street from my house. It's located between Midland and Abilene. Much like of much uh, like much of Texas, it was hit hard by the Arctic blast that left some in town without power. In some instances, they had to wait for 24 hours. Many needed help and quote gathered on a community Facebook page to ask questions about when power may be restored, while others asked um, how they could help their neighbors. End quote. Well, apparently that was too much for Boyd. Angrily. He took to Facebook and posted this. Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. Already started off really strong. Really, really, really good. You can already tell the support that you're going to get from this. No one owes you. uh, No one owes you are. This is this is going to be verbatim. So it's going to it's not going to be grammatically correct. No one owes you are your family anything. Nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and the county, along with power providers and any other service, owes you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damned handout. If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you're sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're, because you're he spelled it Y-O-U-R, uh, lazy is a direct result of your raising. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. And by the way, it's he spelled perish as a parish in Louisiana or a parish in New York. Uh, folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This this is sadly a product of socialist government where they feed people uh, where they feed people to believe that the few will work and the others will become dependent for handouts. Am I sorry that you have been dealing without electricity or water? Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system are mesh uh, and mesh them with uh, mesh them into one group or oh, mesh them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for uh, looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family. Bottom line, don't <laughs> bottom line, don't a problem. Uh, don't be, don't a part, he meant be, don't a part of the problem, be a part of the solution. As you would imagine, this went over, as you can imagine, this went over like a lead balloon. Apparently, he didn't get the response that he thought he would. He would later take it down the post and post another one. All, I have sat back and watched all of this escalating and have tried to keep my mouth shut. 
I won't deny for one minute what I said in my post this morning. Believe me when I say that many th of the things I, I said were taken out of context and some of which were said without putting much thought into it. I'm pretty sure it was more the latter than the first part. I would never want to hurt, to hurt the elderly or anyone that is in true need of help to be left to fend for themselves. I was only making the statement that those folks that are too lazy to get up and fend for themselves but are capable not should not be dealt a handout. I apologize for word for the wording and some of the phrases that were used. I already turned I already turned in my resignation and had not signed up to run for mayor again on the deadline that was February 12th. I spoke some of this out of anger that the city and county was catching for situation for situations which were out of their control. Please understand if I had to do it all over again, I would have just kept my the, my words to myself and if I if I did say them, I would have used better wording and and been more descriptive the anger and harassment this is where he suddenly turns um his statements into being a victim because traditionally that's what these conservative types do they become the victim the anger and harassment you have caused my wife and family is so undeserved my wife was laid off her job based on the association people gave to her and the business she worked for she's a very good person and was only defending me but her but her to have to get fired from her job over things I said out of context is so horrible. I mean, I admit there are things that are said all the time that I don't agree with, but I would never harass you or your family to the point where you would lose their livelihood, such as um, a form of income. I ask that you each understand I never meant to speak for the city of Colorado City or Mich Mitchell County. I was speaking as a citizen and He's the mayor. I know. As a, <laughs> <laughs> this is where you turn it as the victim. I'm I'm the guilty. I'm the victim. You know here. what's funny is this whole thing is like now he's completely like, oh, look at all this hardship I have because this. Well, you better pick yourself up from bootstraps. Exactly. And fucking deal with it. Better not. We don't have to help you. I know. We we don't owe you shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you better t handle your own fucking business. Exactly. I was speaking as, as a citizen as I am not the mayor anymore. You were speaking as the mayor. You resigned after the fact. You're trying to conflate both both things here. I it doesn't even matter. If you're the mayor, you have a professional responsibility at all exactly. times. You can't, you can't just be popping off at the mouth. Yeah. I apologize for the wording and ask that you please do not harass myself or my family anymore. Threatening our lives with comments and messages is a horrible thing to have to wonder about. I wouldn't share any of those messages from the those names as I feel they know who they are and I hope after they see this they will retract the hateful things they have said. Well, I do partially agree with that sentiment because I have noticed that nowadays people get on social media and like – like yeah, he got on social media and said some dumb shit. But doing it a, a, to him again is not, is not really the solution. <laughs> Most people talk shit online because it makes them feel better about themselves. It's really not constructive. Well, yeah. at the same time, it's kind of like you can't really feel sorry because he basically said, hey, yeah, I don't, I don't give I don't I, you know, I don't give a shit about you, your family. I don't care if you have elderly or kids. You know, you need to do something. You need to climb up those fucking power poles and start restoring power to your place. Basically what it kind of came out right. like, oh, yeah, okay. I don't feel I don't feel bad for him. I'm just saying that. 
and and also when it happens it never solves anything it's literally right. just a schoolyard thing like yeah. everybody's throwing shit at each other uh, but um but then he he signs off thank you tim boyd citizen um now of course in traditional tough guy fashion he it was a backhanded apology seems someone told him that it sounded like he was an asshole and that he should remove it especially because people need help what makes this story gold is now he's playing the victim because of threats now let's get one thing straight boyd you brought this on yourself. Instead of manning up and maybe, you know, doing something to help your town, you blame them for asking for help. I don't condone violence, but I do understand it. I mean, if I lived in that town and saw that, I would probably be waiting to catch you, uh, be waiting for you to catch hands. If, as a general rule for public office, show some compassion works well. Being an asshole? Not so much. <sighs> Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's it doesn't surprise me anymore. Yeah. It, it none, none of this ever surprises me anymore. You know, um they used to be assholes behind the scenes. Now it's just obvious. Yeah, now it's just in your face that you know? we don't give a fuck about you. And it's like it's yeah. to the point the the only benefit about all this really is that you can move to a different state if you have the means. Like and I'm not saying that everybody can do that. I fully understand that. But if you, if you, your living situation is shit, you can leave. You can plan and save your money up and take off. You know. And honestly, if I lived in Texas, I'd probably leave. Yeah. Because it's just. Oh, but hey, you know, it's so much cheaper to live in Texas, and it, because yeah. we don't we don't pay income tax. <laughs> what did I say? I said to you and you, you were laughing. I was like, everyone always wants to move to Texas because it's cheaper, but no one ever asks why, why it's it cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper because nothing's regulated. They don't – nothing's going to happen if, if hardships happen because that's the thing. He goes, the government doesn't owe you anything. I'm sorry. I paid taxes this year. Exactly. Like what do I pay it for? And the municipalities, the energy companies, um, we pay – yeah, we the, pay, pay for those, power. Yeah, we pay for those com- for those energy um, the energy companies and water companies right. to deliver us stuff. It's like I don't I don't understand this like, oh yeah, you pay them but they don't owe you shit. It's like And then oh. it takes it takes some people from the outside to help. Yeah. No one in te- no one in Texas government was helping. Yeah. I mean, they, maybe they were on a small scale and I just don't know about it. But it just the bigger ups weren't doing anything. My favorite, yeah, I mean, my, my favorite's going to be, oh, we're not going to take that water from AOC, that socialist water. We're going to drink it and they're going to turn they're going to turn us into socialists because they have a concoction that's going to make you socialists. Right. It's like, yeah, well, you guys weren't really complaining about that when you got, you know, food, water and shit. I think one of the main things we really need to focus on is education. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even joking. I, I think the American education system is so shit we've we're only and i have kids so i i know how shit the education system is (laughs) it's just here's a test we need to train for this test all all year that's all it is you know they don't teach you any like how to think unless maybe you go to college then it's a little different depending on the college you go to Hmm. but for the free school you they if you only learned at school you'd be an idiot yeah to be completely honest, like most of the things that I learned how to just operate as a human being, I didn't learn at school. I learned it through family members. And thankfully, I had 
a more intellectual family that would read and fucking, <laughs> you know, learn shit. You know, but when you you have you have a lot of people where it's this continuous cycle of just dumbassery where the parents are fucking dumb. Maybe they're good people, but they're just dumb. Right. And then, you know, cuz I have to teach my kids how to think because school doesn't teach them that anymore. No. They just learn how to do a test. You know, yeah. and you know, reading, writing, and arithmetic is great. You know, you do need to know that, but they don't know how to like absorb information in a constructive way. Yeah, Did you, you know, I have to do that, which is fine. I'm a parent; I, I should have to teach them that. But that's not how everybody thinks. It's like school should teach them everything. I'm busy. You know, <laughs> like we talk, busy what? Like, like on TikToks, like we talked on a on the Truly Pointless podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're just a bad parent. <laughs> just a bad parent. Like own up to it and fix it, right. or just be a bad parent. You right. know, just know what you are. Yeah. And just you don't know, be surprised if somebody calls you out on it. Just because you put stuff on the social media is that, oh, my kid is an angel. That don't mean dick. Yeah. I never post shit about my kids online. But I'll tell you one thing. They're all emotionally well-balanced and do well in school. Uh, I mean, emotionally well-balanced. Uh, yeah, they're emotionally well-balanced. Okay. What do you know? <laughs> the last time you talked to one of my kids. <laughs> He's talking shit. <laughs> Mr. Emotionally Well Balanced himself over there. Um, but it's just fucking crazy. I see some kids are practically fucking feral. <laughs> like the, there was a kid at the store the other day. And this kid was like 14, bro. And I was there with Colin, who was also 14. We were at um, GameStop. We were at GameStop. And we we're just looking at some stuff, and fucking this kid was in there with his mom, and it's it's, it's a boy, and he's like taller than his mother. <laughs> <laughs> and the mom says, "I'm sorry, honey, I can't afford that. Maybe we can get it next month. You know, yeah. just tight month, whatever." Right. And um, the kid literally said, "Of course not. Of course we can't get it." And Colin kind of tightened up because he knows if he would have done that, I would have beat his ass in the middle of the fucking store. <laughs> And fucking, he's he's looking at this kid. And he's like, "Can you believe this kid?" And I'm like, "Oh, I believe it." Yeah. But it's just you know, because the mom didn't say anything. She right. Just went. Oh. Yeah. Still didn't buy it because you know right. he ain't got the money. He ain't got the he money. Got the but, money. Yeah. And he basically walked in front of her like she was trash, and she just soaked her head. I said, you know what? You <laughs> like it so much? Stay in this fucking store. I'm going home." <laughs> Kids today, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know if I did that to my mom, I'd probably just be waking up. <laughs> For real? <laughs> From a coma? Yeah. Fucking, what? Like, what year is it? <laughs> Out of your fucking mind. Like, and then also, but on the flip too is, you know, you don't just hit your kids and then not explain to them <laughs> what they did wrong. You know what I mean? I don't even hit my kids. People my, think I do. My, I my mom would do the flinch thing on me. She would be like, yeah. she'd be like, you know, an, a Hispanic mom. I mean. She'd be like, oh, you want to do it again? And then she her, her, had her fist up, and then I would flinch, and then she'd just look at me, and I was like, all right. <laughs> like, you know, it's I like. I don't hit my kids, but they know I will. Yeah. If I have to, but I don't want to, because it's, it's easier. It's, it's honestly easier to just talk to them and explain what they're doing wrong. The only, the, the only time it got real in the house was calling it right when he hit puberty. He was getting big, you know. Right. He was ru running his mouth a little bit and getting loud. And um, 
we were standing or no, we were sitting across from each other and there was like a like a little table in between the two chairs. And he was giving his mom a lot of attitude. And I was like, Colin, not gonna and he was just kind of ignoring me. And then he raised his um his voice to Lorena. This was going on for like ten minutes. And I just fucking jumped out the chair, threw the little table across the room because it was in between us. And I knocked him out of his seat. And then he's laying on his back and I just put my foot on his chest. And I told him, so should I beat your ass? Is that what you want? You want me to treat you like a man? Kick your fucking face in? (laughs) Looked like he was going to piss himself. And then we had a very long discussion about respecting um, his mother. Yeah, my mom. He's a great kid. After that, my mom. Uh, yeah, when I when I was like about fifteen, sixteen, I was getting taller and stuff like that. Oh, my mom would hit me in the shoulder, but she would hit me with that extra knuckle out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it'd be like, you know, <laughs> shoulder go dead. Yeah, oh, she, she'd be like, "Go, you gonna say that again?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I got popped upside the back of my head so many times it's fucking lumpy, bro. <laughs> But honestly, you know, we're saying for jokes, but the most important thing is that no one talks to their fucking children anymore. No. You know, they're t- and I see it too. You'll have kids that I've seen kids like trying to get their parents' attention and they're too busy looking at their phone. Yeah. You know, or fucking around with their boyfriend or it just is, stupid shit. Like, it's like, you know, I'm getting together with everybody for drinks later. Yeah. Like human beings are very complicated. They require a high level of attention. When they're younger, like don't be an asshole. And honestly, if you do it right when they're younger, they're basically on autopilot. Later on, like people think I have a hard time with all my kids. They they fucking take care of themselves, <laughs> and raise them right, and it works out pretty well. Whatever, I'm the best parent on the planet. Um, thanks for tuning in to this fucking one part two parter. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you look, this one part two parter, <laughs> right? If you like this show or any of the shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, you can donate. Any donations will help all the shows on the network, just in case you were worried about that. Like, we're not going to say this money is only for this show. Um, it gets spread out, you know, to all the budgets. Yeah. So. And if you can help us out with some kish, you know, I mean, you know, you've got 10 minutes, you can spend 10 bucks. Um <laughs> <laughs> We're not pretty enough for that. Right. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the problem. Neither was she. Let's be honest. Neither was she. I mean, she's pretty, but she wasn't like. Yeah, but to throw that kind of argument at somebody, she was The wasn't. problem is, and this is, I'll say this real quick. The problem is, she's cute. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and judge her on her physicality that much. She's cute. But since she has Twitch and she has a pretty sizable following she thinks she's a lot cuter than she is (laughs) yeah like she thinks she's like a 15 on a 10 scale and then your ego gets to you and you say stupid shit like if you have time to watch twitch you can afford time she she thinks she's like you know ss sniper wolf or whatever you know it's like no no no. i can afford it honey i'm just not giving it to you (laughs) you're not understanding (laughs) what's happening no i you know it's like going no no honey I I understand what you're saying. You're just not worth it. <laughs> you know, it's like why should I pay you shit for free? Twitch to me doesn't make any sense because it's it's a service that the person is providing to you for free. Right. Meaning that I'm now 
the only reason I would give them money is a donation because they're not doing anything for it. Right. But they're sitting there playing video games, which is something I rarely have time to do because <laughs> I'm working. So why the fuck am I going to donate money that I worked for so they can chill? Yeah. Well. Yeah. And then they give the oh, being a streamer is so hard. Fuck you. <laughs> Working a 10-hour shift is hard. You can kiss my ass. It's like, yeah, you got to work hard to build that audience, babe. You know, it's like nobody told you. And you make money doing that. You don't need donations from me. Get out of here. Jesus Christ. Uh, But if you can't do any of that, (laughs) right? um, go ahead and uh, drop a review. Uh, Share the show with people. You know, do whatever. Get the word out there. Put it out on Twitter, whatever. So uh just helps raise our profile. It's a fucking grift is what it is. <laughs> you can check out all the other podcasts on the Lazy Geese Network. It's funny that I say all that and then I just said if you want to donate. But we say donate. <laughs> yeah, we say donate. Like if you want to, go ahead. Yeah. You know, right on. You know. But if you don't, that's perfectly fine too. The podcast <laughs> is free. Um you can check out all the other podcasts on the Lazy Geese Network. Our new show is the Truly Pointless Podcast, um, and that's stream, our Stream of Consciousness um, podcast, <laughs> which is pretty fun to do. Um, also, the Away Team, which is also fun to do. It's our Star Trek podcast. And if you have comments, questions, or ideas, just hit us up. Catch us on uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us, themailbag at thelazygeeks.com. I'm also, because... Going into, you know, after this show uh, retires, we're going to do a a few other things that are going to be a little more different and it's going to kind of come out on our YouTube channel. So, you know, um, I'm going to start I'm starting to update. I've already rendered the rest of the fine line season one. Season two will be coming out in April. Uh, We'll be doing also I'll be also uploading the away team and um, the truly pointless on there. And then with. Uh, new content that we're going to do that's going to go on there as well so going to do a couple little different things try some things out see how it works and put a little a little effort into the youtube channel so right you know all right so that is it for us this week hopefully next week we won't have to do two days worth of uh, recording <laughs> right uh and uh so until next time i'm steven vargas I'm we're thinking so you don't have to oh yeah and wear a mask <laughs> <laughs>